Hi, this is Randy Cross of the San Francisco 49ers, three-time Super Bowl champion, and I love my time with the Pro Sports Podcasters. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace-Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Welcome back to the Pro Sports Podcasters. I'm your co-host, Mr. Nemo Spruce, a.k.a. NWB, and I'm joined by Mr. Corey Durant, a.k.a. Kobe. Kobe, how you doing? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. You sound a little hoarse today. Yeah. Why well, long face? I don't know. Uh, I, <laughs> guess I, I guess I'm just hanging out for football season. But, Kobe, you have a new development to tell us about. Yeah, the Pro Sports Podcasters have launched their own Discord, and it's already had some activity amongst the sports NFT community, but we've also got a secondary channel on it that's directly related for sports chat. All right, so what can we expect when the NFL season rolls around? What's the Discord going to be dialing up? Me and I are going to hammer it with information and tips related to each individual fantasy week. I'll cover probably more of the NFT related advice and me will probably cover more of the actual fantasy football, including IDP advice. And we're going to talk about that later on today. On top of that, the discord is, is such a great medium to bring our fans closer to some of the people that we've interviewed on previous podcasts and such, where we can have little Q and A's with actual guests through the discord and that way our fans can get that much closer to what's going on plus we will start to kind of run the discord on the side during some of our upcoming interviews we'll let you know who we'll be talking to and if you've got any questions for them you can send your questions through the discord in real time as we're actually conducting an interview and kind of get to some of them for you all right awesome so how do we find this discord again so I'll be putting a link to our Pro Sports Podcasters Discord in the description of this particular episode. Because mm-hmm. you can find all our links on our website, prosportspodcasters.com. All right, me. All right. That sounds good. Yeah, let's get into it. So today we're talking fantasy football, and we're going to go over specific picks <laughs> for every single division. And we'll begin in the AFC. And we'll start with the AFC East. Me, how things end last year? Yeah, man. Uh, this is all Buffalo. This is their their division. wasn't really close. It was Buffalo first, and the rest came afterwards. And I see no reason why that's any different in twenty twenty two. I think this is a division that Buffalo will win again. Miami, the Patriots will be there. The Jets will still be building, but. That being said, regardless of whether teams are good or bad, there are still fantasy opportunities to be had. Now, now hold on. Um, Patriots fans are going to remember that they did win 10 games, only one game less than the Bills last year. Mm, But they missed the playoffs. So so their 10 wins counted for nothing? That's how you see it? I think that's how Bill Belichick would see it, yes. 
That is how Bill Belichick would see it. I also think the 10 wins are also a result of schedule. Mm-hmm. They did have a kind of schedule last season. Now, what we've done, and we've basically gone ahead and selected what could possibly be the top fantasy performer at each position. And I went through and did like quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, you know, offensive positions. But I also got knee here to cover IDP because that's one of his specialties. But when it comes to the AFC East, quarterback's pretty easy, correct? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's Josh Allen. It's Josh Allen by a mile, right? I, I can't expect any of the other quarterbacks to outpoint him in fantasy. Now, that's pretty well known. I mean, Josh Allen's probably the consensus number one quarterback pick in fantasy right now. But when it comes to running back in this division, it's a much more difficult selection because there aren't any real super standout backs. And in this case, I've actually went with a newbie. I went with Brees Hall. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I think there's less competition for touches in New York. I think he has a better opportunity to take over that position and make it his compared to the other three teams. Buffalo and the Patriots have a committee. Miami have a new coaching regime altogether, so we really don't know what they're going to do when they run the ball. Uh, So I would agree with that. I will disagree with you on the wide receiver pick. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So for wide receiver, I went Tyree Kill. And my my decision to go Tyree Kill is strictly based on financial justification. Okay, so Tyree Kill got a huge contract. He comes into a Miami team that, I mean, made a lot of what they achieved with Jalen Waddle last season. But he's the top paid player by a mile. I expect them to feed him just to justify what they've done. Now, will you feel different to me? Who are you looking at? Yeah, I actually have to strongly reject that because I think that's a bad narrative when it comes to wide receivers and new players. I think that's dangerous in fantasy. There's a couple of reasons why I'm going with Jacoby Myers. One, he has rapport with with Mac Jones in, in New England. And I know they brought in Devontae Parker and these other guys, but I still think it's Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers, who didn't score touchdowns last year. Imagine Jacoby Myers scoring touchdowns. That's that's going to be an even better fantasy player going forward. So that's the guy I, I would actually prefer. I think he's better value than Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, I think, is dangerous because we still don't know about Tua. Tua could be benched at any point. So Miami still have, as far as I can say, they still have a quarterback issue. It's a team that's going to try and lean on the, the run. Mike McDaniel coming from that Shanahan tree, he's going to try and run the ball. The, the, the game should may not allow it, but he's going to try and run the ball. I get that Kill may get some end arounds and the like, but he will be, he'll, they'll try and feed it to him, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to produce. And then, again, wide receivers in any places. We saw this with Odell Beckham going to Cleveland, and then to a lesser extent in Los Angeles. They don't, don't fire straight away. It takes time for them to build rapport with the quarterback. I just... I just preferred Jacoby Myers. So you're projecting a similar season to last season for Jacoby Myers, only with touchdown upside. Absolutely. I see no reason why he would go backwards. I think, if anything, he's going to go to another level. Now, hold on. Kendrick Bourne emerged as a touchdown target for Mac Jones last season, and they developed an increased rapport over the course of the season. You don't see him potentially cutting into what uh, Jacoby Myers is doing? No. Flat no. <laughs> so you you don't you don't trust Kendrick Bourne? He played for the Niners years ago. No. <laughs> so in case 
for those of you that don't know, me is a Niners fan, and he's got a very long memory when it comes to Niners players that maybe slighted <laughs> their situation, and I'm guessing Kendrick Bourne falls under that. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't do a whole lot in in red and gold. And I'm not saying that maybe Belichick or Matt Patricia, whoever the offensive leader is going to be, maybe they're going to get something out of him. But I just think that Jacoby Myers is is the guy for 2022. Okay, I'll I'll say this. I'll say the selection of Jacoby Myers. That's a that's a gutsy pick, and based on ADP, that could be a very valuable pick in fantasy for most people. Yeah, I, I, I guess what's about you want to get value, you want to get guys, you want to build your team up with value. Take a little bit of a risk later on in the rounds, and really position yourself so that when the injuries happen, because as as our guest Dr. Edwin Porras pointed out, injuries will happen. So you don't want to play it safe the whole way through your draft. You want to have guys who have that upside that can help you, and maybe the rest of your league is sleeping on them. Bang on. Who's your IDP for the AFC East? Yeah, now, this is an interesting one. So I'm going to go with IDP fantasy as opposed to real life. 100%. This is fantasy. Yeah, so let's go with a gentleman from Buffalo. Let's go with Jordan Poyer, the safety. Oh. He's a guy that gets a lot of tackles. He had a solid season last season. He's always been consistent. Secure the bag. He's a guy that I like for 2022. And I think that's a guy that's not on a lot of people's radars when it comes to IDP. Okay, there we go. Now he's been someone I've been looking at for a long time. So I like him. I mean, special mention has to go out to Xavier Howard, the cornerback in Miami. But in IDP, going after a cornerback is not always ideal. Mm-hmm. He's someone who's a special mention for sure. Okay, nice. All right. Last positional pick of the AFC East. We've got tight end. I went with Dawson Knox. What do you feel about that? Yeah, I think he's a good pick. I think he he's always got a solid level of production out there in Buffalo. I know that Stefan Diggs is the main passing target, but mm-hmm. this is someone that I've held on to in Dynasty. He's someone that at a very volatile position can give you, not guaranteed, but you have a rough idea of what you're going to get when you have Dawson Knox in your lineup. And there's a touchdown potential, but at the same time, you're going to get four or five catches, maybe... 40 to 50 yards, and that's pretty good for the tight end position. So, yeah, like safe, safe floor with touchdown upside, basically. Yeah, someone that I would prefer to have over a lot of other tight ends. All right. Okay. So now we'll move on to AFC North. I'll give you my four positional picks. Let me know if there's anyone that you strongly agree with or disagree with, but we'll run down through them. I've got at quarterback, Lamar Jackson. I've got at running back, Joe Mixon. At wide receiver, Jamar Chase. And at tight end, Mark Andrews. What do you think of those? I like the quarterback. I like the wide receiver. I like the tight end. The running back, though. Running back was tough in this division. Mm, I get it. There's some good ones. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Joe Mixon's good. I know they got a tougher schedule. They got, we still got Najee Harris. We still got got J.K. Dobbins potentially coming back. And then Mm -hmm. Cleveland might move on from Kareem Hunt. So then Nick Chubb has... It'd be his backfield. Yeah, I, th- I thought about that too, man. <laughs> mm. I guess any one of those four is, is going to be a good option, but Nixon is Nixon solid. I'd probably go for Chubb myself. Okay. But I get, I get, it, I get it with the suspension. Yeah. They might be playing from behind a little more with Watson's 
minimum six games, potentially more. Okay, so for the most part, you you kind of agree with me with those selections. Yeah. Now, again, this is another division where selecting IDP, that can't be easy either. No, it's not, but I think it's very hard to go past TJ Watt. TJ Watt is uh, the edge edge defender for the Steelers, the, the reigning defensive player of the year, and you want to make sure that you get him as a defensive end or an edge in your IDP. He can still perform as a linebacker as well, but, but some platforms don't line it up properly, so make sure that's corrected. He gets his tackles in, and he gets he has a big play upside because he has a lot of sacks. So against the likes of, it appears that Cincinnati have improved their offensive line, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it won't take much for them to go back to 2021 levels. So <laughs> facing them twice a year is always nice. And Cleveland... We don't know what Cleveland are going to look like when it's all said and done, but they could give up a couple of nice sack games too. So mm-hmm. TJ Watt's always someone you want to have available if he's false to you in your draft. Now, do you feel his value is somewhat diminished with the loss of, of uh, Big Ben? No. I think, if anything, there's a slight enhancement because defense is a bit inverse, but I think – the Steelers play improves with Mitch Trubisky. Really? Big Ben was done. Big Ben was, <laughs> Big ben was done. His arm was... They got to the playoffs because of TJ Watt, not Big Ben. Let's not forget that. That's true. Big Ben, Big ben put them in a position to not get crushed, but TJ Watt got the ball back every time. He and his defense will get the ball back from Pittsburgh. So let's not let's put some respect on the defense's name here. Well, there you go. Good news, Steelers fans. Things are looking up in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Sports Interaction, Canada's most trusted sports book with betting options available from every sport you can imagine. From futures and money line betting to real-time live betting during games, Sports Interaction offers its customers the most competitive odds in Canada. So head on over to our website and sign up today as Sports Interaction also has a nice deposit bonus if you click on the link. It's available in every province from coast to coast. And now back to the show. All right, so let's move on to the AFC South. Now, my positional picks were QB, Matt Ryan, running back, Derrick Henry, wide receiver, Michael Pittman Jr., and tight end, Mo Cox. What do you think? Mo Ali Cox. Okay, we are going to disagree on running back straight away. You're going to stick. You're going to stick with Jonathan Taylor, correct? It absolutely has to be Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, uh, I know. No, Aaron Porras will probably step in and tell me off. But Henry, Henry is coming off an injury, and he's had a lot of carries. He's had, he has a big workload, and I'm hesitant. I'm very hesitant to go after a 27, 28 year old running back that has the 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 miles that Henry has. So for me, it has to be Jonathan Taylor. Quarterback, I, I don't necessarily disagree because I believe in Ryan more than I believe in Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Especially now that A.J. Brown is out of the picture. And don't forget that, listeners. I know that it's been a nice summertime, but football's back. But A.J. Brown won't be back. He's in Philadelphia now. <laughs> That's right. We'll get to that, we'll get to that later. <laughs> As for Michael Pittman, yeah, he's probably the best wide receiver in Indianapolis but I still like Paris Campbell as like a late or a final round guy. Just like as a side note, Paris Campbell is someone that I like to take at the end of drafts because that's ADP value right there. 
yeah, he's someone that has been in the system for a long time. He's he's got a big quarterback upgrade now. I think he can, provided he stays healthy, he can show us what we've been missing all this time. Now, this is where the tight end gets ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's, I I guess, yeah. Can we like, is there like a pass option on this one? (laughs) I I almost went Evan Ingram. No, I I can't. I won't go that far. <laughs> I, won't, I won't go that far. I won't go. But yeah, the the choices were slim. I just I went Mo Ali primarily because of the improvement at quarterback, and Matt Ryan's known for hitting tight ends. That's big uh, quarterback to big tight end. That's what I looked at. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And a, a team that likes to run the ball a lot, they're probably going to deploy a lot more twelve personnel. Yeah. If there's audibles called and. MAC, especially MAC has that red zone potential as well. I remember him being a big target for touchdowns. If I was listening, though, I would avoid tight end from this division. Period. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. Yes, do not but, draft a tight end from the AFC South. But on the flip side, <laughs> do draft IDPs from this division because because Houston and Jacksonville could be very bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. They may they may get to their win totals for the year. They may be an improvement because they both have coaching changes, but they're still going to be defensive. Oh, they're, they're still going to give up sacks. They're still going to throw yes. interceptions. Yes. So that's what we want in IDP. We're not really interested in whether they're winning or not, although some leagues do have win bonuses. And maybe we'll get to that with NFL all day at some point. But yeah. the linebacker formerly known as Darius Leonard, Shaquille Leonard, He's been a tackle machine for years. He's been a top five linebacker. This is a guy, he's the play caller. He's in the middle of the action, and he, he knows how to find the ball. That's the kind of guy I want anchoring my linebacker unit. He's a guy that can win your week off his own production. I'm going to have to get used to this, but Shaquille Leonard, formerly Darius Leonard. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm a big Darius Leonard slash Shaquille Leonard fan, huge fan. Let's let's talk about somebody else on that uh, defensive side of the ball that you should know a fair amount. What do you think about DeForest Buckner? Yeah, so DeForest Buckner is a guy that got traded away from the 49ers to the Colts one or two seasons ago. Um, he plays defensive tackle, which is a, a very niche position. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a defensive tackle-specific league, I personally wouldn't be looking for Buckner. Okay. Although he, he can help. He can help. There are spots where he's going to rack up some tackles going up against run-heavy teams or be in position to bull rush a weak offensive line. I, I get that, but I would prefer other options at defensive tackle. Okay. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's go on to the final AFC division, the AFC West. My positional picks were quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Running back, Austin Eckler. Wide receiver, Devontae Adams. And tight end, Travis Kelsey. What do you think? Now, this is interesting, Cole, because we brought up Tyreek Hill earlier. That's right. Someone who moved teams. So, you're you're satisfied that Mahomes can overcome the departure of Hill? Uh, I'm satisfied that, fantasy-wise, he's still going to be the focus. Like, what he does is still going to be the focus of Kansas City's offense. Okay. So that he'll put up the fantasy points. I'm not saying that Kansas City is going to be a better team. I think they're a worse team this year, but I still think he'll put up the fantasy points. Okay. For me, it's got to be Russell Wilson. This could be a theme throughout this division, but 
for me, quarterback is Russell Wilson. The weapons that he's got, I know that he lost Tim Patrick, and that's that's a big one to lose mm-hmm. after seeing what's going on in training camp. But Russ, I like Denver's weapons more than Kansas City's weapons. Okay, okay. You're discounting the connection he has with, with Travis Kelsey, though, right? So Travis Kelsey, in his own right as a tight end, sure, he'll get his, but quarterback versus quarterback Mahomes. I mean, who's 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 the top dog now? Is is Juju right? The TikTok man. Yeah. How, how do we know that Juju's not going to be out doing TikToks with Mahomes, with his brother, <laughs> instead of reading the playbook? I I hear what? you. I hear like I said. I think I think they're a worse team. I just think they're going to throw a ton. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, they might have to win this division because all four teams. It's it's amazing that you have the Raiders, Chargers. The Chargers of LA, I nearly said San Diego, and and Broncos as well as the Chiefs. They're all teams that could be above five hundred when it's all said and done. This is like the AL East of the NFL, pretty much. They're all competing. They're all potential title winners, and it's going to be exciting to watch. Now, I am going to have to disagree. Running back, you know who I'm going to pick at running back, so you can just tell the listeners straight away. But it's not Austin Eckler. Javante Williams. You're damn right. Now, here's the thing. I am a Denver Broncos fan, okay? For those of you who don't know, I'm a huge Broncos fan. It, it took a lot in me to pick Mahomes over, over Wilson, but I just strictly went on the basis that Mahomes has been there longer and has rapport with his main target, which is Travis Kelsey. And then at running back, again, I was thinking Javante Williams too, but in this case, I looked at the fact that they re-signed Melvin Gordon third, and I thought the split there might be enough to give Austin Eckler the edge. Yeah, again, this is a guy... Dr. Edwin's going to hate me this episode, but whatever. We're not talking baseball, Edwin. It's okay. We're not going to ask questions about baseball. Eckler, he got roughed up last year. I he Okay. Yes, Eckler has that potential, but I still like Javante Williams. I, f- I feel like he gets more, more of a share this season. I know they brought back Melvin Gordon, but from what I'm seeing, from what Nick Rothschild and all these other guys are saying, it could be a a 60 to 70% weight um, share for Mr. Williams. I hear you there. Last year was basically 50-50, but everything you hear out of camp is that it's probably going to be more of a, like, two to one, right? 66-33 kind of split this year. And you have to think with Russ as well that there's going to be some more pitch pitch throws as opposed to Drew Locke throw. <laughs> <laughs> or basic handoffs. Right? Yeah. So you have to think there's some, some pass catching in there as well. Now, I will go with a charge for wide receiver. You, you, you'll think this is strange, but I'm going to go with Keenan Allen. This is someone that doesn't get enough respect in that in the NFL, let alone fantasy. But I think that the rapport that he has with Justin Herbert is underrated. And he, he's looking for a big season. I feel like the Chargers should have made the playoffs. We know why they didn't. That infamous game against the Raiders. But if they made the playoffs, they would have made noise. And it's on the back of guys like Eckler and Keenan Allen. I like Keenan Allen to just combine the the floor of his receptions and yardage with with some touchdowns as well. So I know Devontae Adams is, has been the, the wide receiver one for a long time. Mm-hmm. But again, I just have this... I get leery when guys go to new places. I know that he has, he has a connection with Derek Carr from college, but that was a long time ago, guys. I don't know what Josh McDaniels has in store from out in the desert. It'll be exciting to watch. 
I know he has the Super Bowl in their building, so they're going to want to get a home Super Bowl. The last two teams have actually had home Super Bowls. How about that? Buccaneers right. and It's crazy. Rams. How about that? Interesting. Let's see if McDaniels can make it a third. Why did you like Devontae Adams? I know it's an obvious question, but what made you go with Devontae over some of the other weapons in this division? So when people ask me, who do you think is the best wide receiver in the league over the last couple of years when they've asked me, I've said Devontae Adams. So mm-hmm. in my opinion, he's the best wide receiver in the league. There are a lot of great wide receivers, but I think he's the absolute best. I think a lot of a lot of what Aaron Rodgers has achieved over the last few years was as a result of Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Don't you worry. It's, that's, that's why it happened. And I think people will look at Derek Carr as a downgrade from Aaron Rodgers, and by all means, he is. But mm. Devontae Adams upgrades him significantly by being there, and, and that's why I selected him. Also, I, Keenan Allen's in the running for me. 100% he was in the running. But I think when you look at the wide receiver rooms of these other teams in the division, there's always other top-tier options, mm. right? You know, Keenan Allen's got Mike Williams, right? Cortland Sutton has now got Jerry Judy, mm. You know, so it, it's like it's it's those kind of situations that make me a little leery of what what is the ceiling on these players. But the, my number two is Keenan Allen. I'll go with you there. I'm, I'm in total agreement with you about what he could achieve there. I also think Herbert takes another step up this year. Mm. Right. I think he even improves upon his performance from last year. So there's there's possibility there. But it's hard for me to pick against the receiver that I personally think is the most gifted receiver in the league right now. And right. to be to be entirely fair. Not only do I hate the Oakland Raiders, or oh, sorry, L.A. Raiders. Vegas Las, Raiders. Sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, let's, let's just keep going. Las Vegas Raiders. But I... They were in San Francisco briefly. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, with a passion I hate, Josh McDaniels. Mm, oh, yeah, because of what happened 12 years ago. Mm. <laughs> I hate Josh McDaniels so much. When I see him... On TV, I get irritated just looking at him in his little, his Belichick-style visor. (laughs) I can't stand Josh McDaniels. But I still think Devontae Adams is going to have a good season. Watch his face in that division. (laughs) What's your IDP for AFC West? Ah, yes, IDP. So so long. This is another tough one. There's a lot of choice here. It is, but I mean... I'm probably going to go to the Chargers here. I'm going to go to the backfield, and I'm going to go with their safety. Derwin James. I mean, yeah, someone will say, oh, what about Bosa and Mac? But there are so many choices. Like, it's so many. I would have such a – like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have chosen Derwin James probably. Who would you have chosen? <sighs> traditional, standard, like traditional IDP scoring, probably based on personal preference. I might have gone Justin Simmons. Yeah, Simmons is – I mean, knock on wood, Simmons is one of the few guys that can play every single snap. Yeah. So that's that's a win in itself as long as you can stay healthy. And then I think for most people, it would be hard to look past the, the edge rushers in this division. Yeah, I, I would caution, though. I know Von Miller has left the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully Bradley Chubb comes back to a full bill of health in 2022. But Mac, we'll see which Khalil Mack shows up. I, th- I feel like he's more of a complimentary piece in this at this stage of his career. I think Bosa is someone to look at for sure. Okay. Uh, I know the gentleman in Vegas just secured the bag, Max Crosby. He had a historic season in terms of his career last year. 
So you're saying you're saying that's an outlier. I'm saying be careful because when guys secure the bag like that, there's a bit of a letdown. I mean, and we're not expecting Cooper Cup to win the Triple Crown. Uh, be careful when it comes to expecting a similar or a higher level of production from a player like Matt Crosby in 2022. I would say expect 80%, but if he matches it, that's another good season. And that means the Raiders have made the playoffs and they will probably get to the second week. Okay. Okay. Derwin James. Nice. That's a nice pick, man. That's a nice pick. I. It's funny. It's a player you don't hear that much about, but you, you see the results of what he does. Yeah, he gets tackles. He also has gets a lot of tackles. I, I'm a big believer in guys who get lots of tackles. I know some leagues favor the big play, but let's just get your bread and butter. Get, it's like getting yards on the offensive side of the ball. Get get guys who are going to be positioned to get those boring tackles. But when they add up to 10 to 12, that can win you a week. And that's what we want to do in fantasy. We want to win each week. We want to get to the playoffs. We want to win the title. Nice. Oh, here you go. Like, so that's that's our AFC rundown. In our second episode, we're going to have the full NFC rundown. Make sure you sign up, follow us, subscribe, so you don't miss a single moment on the Pro Sports Podcasters. And once again, we're going to have links in the description to both our Discord and a number of our other sponsors, as well as social media accounts. Till next time. Take care. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For even more of your favorite sports content, be sure to visit the website www.prosportspodcasters.com. On our website, you will find our sports blog, full podcast library, access to our YouTube channel, and deals from our affiliate partners. You can also sign up to become a PSP Insider and get exclusive access to our insider tips, sponsor giveaways, and insider newsletter. So don't miss out on the full Pro Sports Podcasters experience. Where no sport is left behind.